Oh, I'm the the grandfather in the group. Ah, uh, well, I have my favorite scripture tattooed on my arm. My one of my biggest interests is one of my favorite hobbies, and that's actually construction. I really wanted to kind of sit down with you guys and 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 do this because I'm kind of the guy that needs to learn. Thanks for joining us. This is Leading Life Together. group of husbands dads and we even have one grandpa and we're certainly not all the same but we do share one thing and that is the love of god join us as we talk about leading life together That was our buddy Channing Stockman. Thanks a lot, man, for letting us use that tune. That was Valley Low off his album Kingdom. Go find the band on Facebook. That's Channing Stockman Music right there on Facebook. Also, buy a track on iTunes. This one right here is pretty awesome. This is Leading Life Together. I wanted to start out today, uh, our boy Craig, who's not here today, he's kind of our uh, our pastor of sorts Fearless leader. Um, yeah so so anyway he uh i asked him to kind of get a scripture together for each episode and this being our first episode here's what uh, craig came up with this is hebrews 10 24 through 25 and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So anyway, just kind of want to start out with a scripture to kind of let people know that we're legit. <laughs> we're not. We're not just calling ourselves uh, some, some group of uh, Bible thumpers getting together without actually, uh, you know, pulling out some <laughs> some some true Bible. We have the one verse. <laughs> the proof's in the pudding, right? Well, there's four of us here today, and we have. Uh, I've invited uh, six people to get together. So sometimes there's going to be two, sometimes there's going to be five, whatever, maybe sometimes six. So we're going to start out today with the four of us, and we're kind of going to go around and roundtable and introduce each other. So uh, my name is Rudy Getzik, and I live in Arlington, Washington. My name is John Shepard, Jr., and I live in Arlington, Washington. My name is Tony Spicocci, and I live in Arlington, Washington. My name is Pete Lasik, and I live in Arlington, Washington. So obviously we all kind of <laughs> live together. We met at church. <laughs> no, 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 we do not live together. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> in the same area anyway. Um, but we met at, uh, at church, and we actually even met at a smaller spot than that. We all went to the same life group, mm-hmm. and that was uh, pretty cool how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get these questions that we kind of came up with. Um, so I'm going to start with, uh, we'll just kind of do the same thing. We'll go with John. Uh, describe yourself. Kind of talking about your family history, who, what, when, and where. Well, I'm the the grandfather in the group. I've uh, been married for 30 years to my beautiful wife, Dicey, and uh, we've got two kids that are both married, and one granddaughter. Um, she's about 16 months old now, um, and is just unbelievably cute. I know I'm a grandfather, but you know, hey, she is absolutely <laughs> cute. Um, I'm originally from uh, the Deep South. Uh, born and raised uh, until I went to high school um, in Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, Dad was in the Navy, so we traveled from there and went to California, Alaska, 
and then uh, finally ended up here as his last duty station. I uh, came up for the summer, um, never left, met a girl, got married, <laughs> uh, got a job almost immediately, and had been at the same That's a same place story. for 31 years, and uh, like I said, been married for, uh, March will be 30, um, moved to Arlington about 10 years ago, because uh, my job moved uh, down to uh, the Everett area, and so to be a little bit closer, moved down there. Right on. Well, Mr. Tony, how about you? Well, I feel like I should have took some notes here to be better <laughs> well, prepared No, I, I, you don't know your own life story. <laughs> I mean, but John, I mean, you know, he comes with such a great a great story there. Uh, you know, yeah, my name's Tony, uh, 35 years old, married to my wife for 11 years now. Two, two little ones, uh, Jackson and Alicia, uh, 8 and 10. Uh, it's interesting watching them, you know, they're, they're, they're just really starting to come into their own you know, Jackson being a little mini me and Alicia being a mini mom. So it's 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 interesting. Um, you know, a little background, we kind of bounced around, Sarah and myself. Uh, I grew up in New Mexico and Arizona, and then we finally re- uh, ended up here. She was born in California. We kind of get the summers to go back there and visit her family, and that's fun. Um yeah, we, you know, we're about four years into our walk with Christ, so it's it's cool still learning everything and being able to experience all the, the stuff with the, the gentlemen at the table, the people at our church, uh, and, and watch our kids grow as well with that. It's it's pretty amazing. And, you know, the cool thing is we're recording here at Tony's house, and right behind him I'm staring at <laughs> all the pictures oh of his yeah. past, man. Look He's got the, the old wedding pictures there. What was what did you say, nine years ago? Uh, Eleven, 11 years, years, yeah. 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 There it is, right there. <laughs> yeah, honey, quick, get the pictures out. Yeah, Let's right. prove it. Let's look like a family. I love it. Well, yeah. All right, Pete, your turn, man. Oh, man. All right. Um, I guess I don't need to adjust my voice. I'm not in a big room. So um, where do I start? Uh, born in, I was born in Alaska. We moved uh, here when I was six months old to old Marysville, Washington, and I have never left. Um, it's been really interesting. Um my wife is a homer. Your wife's a homer? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd name. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're both that. homers, if you will. And we, uh, we're both from Marysville um, our whole lives. Uh, we met actually in high school. She was my high school sweetheart. I met her in our junior year. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I was a troublemaker, and she wasn't. It's the bad boy thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the bad boy thing. Um but she yeah she definitely calmed me down um and uh, anyways we uh we got married uh six years later we've been together for 17 years now uh we've got the, our two young kids carter and lola uh, carter turns eight on saturday or sunday one of the two anyways oh boy yeah <laughs> um and then lola is five and uh yeah we've we've been really really happy we're both raised in the church um both kind of fell out of it around the same time our teenage years um, got back into it about three, four years ago and, uh, just really started walking with Christ. Um, really walking with him about a year and a half ago. So it's been pretty cool. Right on. All right. Well, Hey, I'm, uh, married and I'm not even going to try to count how many years, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, John wrote notes and stuff, so he he, he got the pass. <laughs> John did not write notes. I'm looking at, this, at what you posted online. I was just looking at what the questions were. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, we've been married for rounding up to 15 years. Um, 
we have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old, Rachel and Reggie. And Rhonda and I met at a bar, which is no longer around anymore. It's now a, a buzz-in restaurant. And I was working there. I worked there for 10 years as a bouncer and a bartender. And anyway, yeah, so we uh, we met there and we went on and uh, ended up uh, starting to go to church after we had a kid and decided that uh, that was the kind of thing to do. And uh, just been growing ever since uh, for the last eight or nine years in that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the reason why we're doing this today is because I, I do have another podcast. And so uh, I'm kind of the producer here, I guess. But, You're the uh, producer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not I guess. You're the yeah. producer. <laughs> You're the brains of this outfit right. in, in this respect. But I grew up in the small town of Granite Falls mostly. and uh, But I did come from the Buffalo area before that. And just kind of found granite. That's where I moved up. Uh, lived lived my whole life, and then moved to Marysville, and that's when I started working in the bar. And here we are, and that rhymes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to the next question here, and John can get his notes out. <laughs> that was a joke, John. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just letting you go. This was actually John's question here. Uh, what are some of your favorite hobbies and interests? Um, so. Uh, being in the Northwest, obviously a Seahawks fan, uh, but grew up as a Saints fan. So back in the day, my, my ultimate Super Bowl was the Seahawks versus the Saints. Uh, now that's my ultimate NFC championship. <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen this year. But, you know, hey, uh, you, can, you can still you know, hope, you hope springs know. eternal. Hope springs eternal. Um, I, like, I like sports. I like watching sports. I'll watch curling. Uh, my wife looks at me and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> it's and really interesting to see it is, how they can is. do yeah. that. It, I got to respect I, it. I, I saw it and thought it was, wow, this is kind of cool. So, yeah, I can watch sports, <laughs> do just about anything. Um, I'm a driver professionally, so um, getting out and driving, just going on, on, a, on a road trip is fun for us. And um, we're uh, starting to kind of get into some woodworking projects. Uh, oh, nice. So trying to do stuff with uh, with pallets oh, nice. and uh, taking them apart and putting them back together in creative ways. Um, so that's one of the things that we're working on, uh, both she and I. Um, Are you have Daisy doing it too? Yeah, yeah, she's nice. she's 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 kind of uh, pushing this. Um, we've uh, inherited some uh, equipment from my dad, who's uh, no longer able to use it, and so uh, he was a, a big woodworker and did a variety of things. Um, Made my son a really, really cool chessboard. Uh, three colors, rosewood, mahogany. I mean, wow. just it, gorgeous piece of work. Um, so he, he knew what he was doing, and so I'm hoping I, I remember enough of what he told me to, to at least do some <laughs> stuff with pallets. Um, but, yeah, that. You got the mahogany pallets? No, no, no. no <laughs> I was no, like, man, no, where are those coming no, from? No mahogany <laughs> pallets, but that's worth I, I, can, I can definitely call out the oak pallets, and, <laughs> and that stuff's pretty cool looking, too. Um, and then um, – do a lot of stuff at church and church-related. So um, with both of the kids married and out of the house, it's quiet most of the time, just she and I sitting there. Um, I'm also a comic book nerd. Oh, nice. Uh, got, got a lot of stuff that I collected when I was in high school still. Um, and so I like, the, I like all the superhero TV shows and superhero movies and, and stuff like that because I'm, you know, I'm into those characters. Which, which so one's your favorite? Um, my favorite character of all time is one of the uh, he was in the New Mutants. His name was uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Thunderball, but um, I'll have to look it up. I don't I don't remember 
I mean, I haven't, I haven't thought about his name in a long time, but he was a southern boy, and uh, he had the ability to just, the bottom half of his body turned basically into flame, and he could fly. When he was doing it, nothing could touch him. Nothing could, could harm him. And so uh, it was just a kind of a cool character. I, I've always been a mutant fan, but cool. uh, but I, I was pretty much equally dispersed between Marvel and DC. So mm. Nice. How about you, Tony? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we're sitting around a table of a bunch of guys that think sports is going to be one of the number one <laughs> things everybody says they're into. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of like what John said. I'm a big Seahawks fan. Uh, grew up, you know, with in New Mexico and Arizona. Bef- wasn't the greatest football down there. This is I don't even think I knew of the Cardinals at the time, so I kind of latched onto the Packers and the Brett Favre days and watching that. But you know, yeah, I'll watch anything. Uh, the other. I think it was about last month. I was watching Wimbledon. I'll I'll watch tennis. And Sarah's like, I didn't I didn't know you watched <laughs> tennis. I'm like, I can respect <laughs> any sports. Like competition's competition. It's it's fun. It's it's fun to watch. It's fun to see people's abilities. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I got I like to run a lot. Um, got two little kids, so we're always busy. They're doing their sports. You know, Jackson with his football and Alicia with their volleyball. Every weekend's busy. Every weekday's busy. Uh, I look forward to the days when John says that your house will be quiet and, <laughs> and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> it, it, it is for for a little bit, yeah. and then you realize, wow, it's like really quiet <laughs> around here. <laughs> Just the opportunity to sleep in—that would be fantastic. <laughs> Quit knocking on my door at five a.m. Yeah, Cannonball. His name was Cannonball. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Gotta love Google. Gotta love favorite it. character. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. We do movies. We'll do movie nights here. Um, that's about. I mean, there's just not enough time in the day to do everything you want to do. So, amen to that. All right, Pete. Oh, all right, Mr. Uh, a Man. Sorry, I wasn't. <laughs> um, so, what do I? Uh, uh, some of my favorite hobbies and interests. Um, I'm kind of. I'm kind of lucky. I, I'm kind of blessed in order. In one of my interests. My, one of my biggest interests is one of my favorite hobbies, and that's actually construction. I'm kind of a nerd about it. Um, I can't yeah. go into a store without looking up at the trusses, the design of it. I can't drive by a building with trying to figure out how they're putting something together. It just it's it's one of those things that even in foreign countries, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm constantly. It's just one of those things that. Um, it just it grabs my imagination all the time and i'm i'm trying to figure out either one what they're thinking or two like you know hey were they actually thinking about this thing so um i kind of nerd out on that a lot um for what it's worth i did the same thing with electrical work <laughs> <laughs> i'll do the same thing and it drives the wife she says, why will you knock it off that's right i can't turn it off yeah kristen says what are you staring at the ceiling for in the middle of the store <laughs> my son has the same problem so um Obviously, uh, Pacific Northwest been been here for 34 years now. Um, Seahawks, big. We were we were raised on sports. I was, my mom was actually the the big influence behind it all. Um, she was a big Joe Montana, Brett Favre, um, John Elway um, fan. So that's we, not the Seahawks, sir. No, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> and those Seahawks are three totally fan. different guys. <laughs> yeah. But she she was really into sports, and so I grew up playing soccer and baseball and football, and um, I kind of carry that same passion. She was like the one crazy mom, like running up and down the, the sidelines of the field, like yelling at the team, go, go, go. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I kind of carry that passion for sports. Um, and, uh, you know, just really um, 
after after work i'm I am, and working out working out's a big one for me um i love working out love going to the gym um this guy's man. jacked by the way um <laughs> <laughs> My son actually just recently started asking if he could go to the gym with me. So um, I'm actually really pumped about that. So kind of spend some more uh, quality time with him. So, uh, but other than that, just kind of sitting around watching movies. We have what we like to call the holiday season at my house. So starting November 1st through December 25th, um, all we watch because it's dark out at like 4:30 now. Um, mm-hmm. We just watch Christmas movies like until then and then as soon as they're done they're done they're put away um for the rest of the year <laughs> they don't come back out so uh yeah so we just we enjoy sitting there watching movies so yeah it's awesome man i can relate to all those uh so yeah my house uh uh i know everybody here at the table knows i'm real big into hiking we get out all the time we do a lot of backpacking and stuff back there that's what my other podcast is about um and that's another one of my hobbies is podcasting uh, not doing it necessarily but listening to podcasts uh, I, I'm on the road all day for work, and so I, I probably subscribe to 30 or 35 podcasts and audiobooks, and not not 35 audiobooks, but <laughs> but you know I split between the time a little bit. One, one a couple of days I'll listen to an audiobook, and then I'll switch back over to a bunch of podcasts. And uh, but hiking generally is takes up a lot of my my time during the week. I don't go on a lot of hiking, but I do a lot for it uh, in my mind and prepping like right now we're prepping for next season uh, i'm gonna I, I told my wife i didn't ask her i told my <laughs> wife that uh, i'm taking my nine-year-old and four-year-old out for a four-day backpacking trip this summer so that's gonna be awesome we'll be out in the, the middle of the woods for four or five days so where are you getting to go uh it's down in the goat rocks area by mount adams nice yeah so uh, pretty cool right here in washington but um anyway yeah and then uh i mean i'm the same thing sports you know grew up doing sports so you know basketball football everything i'll watch i'll watch just about anything but i don't find myself too well i don't watch a whole lot i I turn on a movie i fall asleep so i can't do the two months of uh christmas movies like like the lasik family but uh we're a little crazy but yeah but then uh same thing you know uh like tony was saying with the sports my kids are at that age or at least my oldest is and you know it's volleyball and i coach our basketball team and so there's just you know always something going on if we're not going hiking so yeah, so we'll move on to the uh, the next question here. So that's kind of just some getting to know each other questions. Uh, so people are listening here can kind of figure us out a little bit and know who we are. Uh, know that we're kind of normal guys was kind of one of the things we talked about. You know, we, <laughs> we're we just like everybody else out there, but uh, we also go to church and read the Bible. So anyway, uh, the next question we kind of came up with was, how did you come to know Christ? And uh, John, why don't you take it from there? Um, well, my my parents both were raised around the church, um, uh, but when they got married, <coughs> they weren't going to church as often. Um, my dad was in the navy, and so we would occasionally go to uh, chapel on the base. Um, but we moved into Gulfport, Mississippi, when he was stationed there, and right across the street was the worship pastor for Southern Baptist Church. And so the guy next door to him was also a member of the church, and so they invited us to church, and so we started going to church. And um, my dad went to a um, kind of like a Billy Graham rally, but it was a, it was a different uh, evangelist and came to know Christ there. About a year later, my mom came to know Christ. And so we were in church and doing a lot of stuff as, as kids. And I kept seeing things and kept hearing things. And um, I've always been a very methodical thinker and um, happened to be 
leaving an event, and the uh, church pastor, Floyd Hughes, was giving me a ride back to where my parents were. And so I asked him, because I, I was just curious, because we had recently done the Lord's Supper, and uh, my parents had told me, okay, no, you, you can't do this, just let the, let the elements pass. And then I had seen baptisms recently, and it was like, okay, so what do these things mean? Why, why, why can some people do them and some people can't? How old were you? I was nine. And so uh, he took the time, I mean, just, you know, it was he and I in a, in a station wagon, uh, but he took the time to explain it on my level and uh, told me that, you know, the Lord's Supper represented Christ's uh, sacrifice on the cross, his body and his blood, and that um, you needed to have a relationship with Christ to understand that and for it to mean anything. And uh, that baptism is the same thing. It wasn't just somebody going up there and deciding they need a bath at church. It <laughs> was... <laughs> That's why I went. <laughs> Although some do need a bath <laughs> at church, I'm just going to um, say. But it was, a, it was a sign to the world uh, that you had um, accepted Christ as your Savior and that you were being buried um, as you go under the water um, and then rising to new life. And um, so that just had me thinking and, and just I was just mulling it over for probably two, three weeks. Um, at nine? Yeah. Wow, my attention span wasn't that long. Uh, well, <laughs> this is this is well before a lot of attention span grabbing stuff. I mean, we had this four is back TV, in the forties. We had four yeah. TV channels. <laughs> if we could turn the antenna the right way, that's okay. Fair enough. Yeah, pre-cell phone, Facebook, MySpace, all that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah, date myself there. Email. Uh, yeah, way way before any of that stuff. Um, Sorry, go ahead. And so we, uh, um, I can't I can't even remember what the pastor s- preached on that Sunday morning, um, but. You know, good Southern Baptist Church. There were you know, like seventeen stanzas up here um, uh, of the uh, the altar call, and so uh, I was just sitting there, and I was like, you know, okay, I, I know this is right. I know that I am a sinner. That that I am apart from God. There's only one way to get right with God, and so I prayed, just there in the pew, and said, you know, Lord, forgive me my sins. Um, told my parents about it in the car on the way home, and they were both just very, very excited. Went back in Sunday night and. Because uh, we were one of those Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night churches, and <laughs> my dad, my dad figured if the doors were open, we needed to be there. Um, so uh, Sunday night uh, at the altar call, I went up and and told the pastor that I accepted Christ that morning. And um, about six weeks later, I was baptized and uh, have been in the church ever since, and and been uh, been growing. Uh, met my wife in church. So yes. Kind of, kind of our thing. That's awesome. Right. How about you, Tony? And by the way, I wasn't in the forties. I was just kidding. What? That was like like twenties, seventies. Yeah. Uh, you know, I grew up. Uh, you know, we we bounced around a, a little bit as I was growing up. Don't remember going to church in New Mexico or Arizona. I remember we started going when we were when we moved up here. Um, my grandmother, you know hardcore catholic old school puerto rican lady i mean she ran the family and i remember going to a couple catholic churches and i think it was you know for you know right around the thanksgiving christmas time and man that just scared me it wigged me out because they came out in their robes and speaking in latin and it was latin mass is fun yeah it was something that you know i had never not being prepared at you know i think i was about 10 11 years old and they're coming out with these you know clanging these class with With the incense and all that oh yeah the whole nine and i was just (laughs) like okay well this seems like a cult i i'm out (laughs) you know I'm, i'm good 
um, <laughs> but then we started going uh, when we moved up here to a couple churches, and it it seemed like a lot of that, you know, if you dress up and you sit up front and you you know they they put on the show, and I never really was about, and it just didn't it didn't appeal to me. And then I um I started working where I where I currently work, and a lot of the guys that I work with are are believers, and oh, that's cool. I got to actually ask the questions that that you know everybody wants to know but doesn't know who to ask so i started asking a lot of questions and um uh, you know a buddy of mine jeff who i work with he uh he's been going to church all his life and and he took the time to kind of break it down for me and um remember one day out out there at at, uh, at the job site right before we were about to get started he's like hey let's let's have a little sit Let, let's, let's chat about some stuff and we kind of went over you know what i thought and what i believed in and um right there right in the connex you know <laughs> 30 degrees out i you know him and i said the prayer and i gave my life to christ and oh dang right there on the job, yeah, right there on the job. Awesome. and shortly after that uh sarah saw a change in me and her and i we, we we did the same thing we 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 talked and we prayed and she gave her life and uh to christ and we got baptized a couple months after that and it's been a whirlwind. We actually just got to baptize uh, our daughter together. Uh, she, so you know, cool. She yeah, wanted to. Awesome. Yeah, amen. She wanted to to go down this path with us, and it was it's been pretty amazing. So that's what I got. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 a cool story too. All right, Pete, what do you got? Those are, that, those are both amazing stories. Um, so I, uh, I was raised in the Catholic Church. Uh, my mom. Uh, single mom four kids um she didn't really have a choice she had to figure out t how to do something with us three boys and so it was it was a little crazy um so we we all went to saint mary's catholic church in in marysville there and uh we were very much a part of the church and and uh, all of it seemed normal to me because <laughs> that's the way i was raised you know you got the holy water and then you got the priest and all the different colors and all that and then you stand you sit you kneel you sing a hymn you know all these things and and uh, did my first communion and all that there and was was learning that my brothers are older i'm the youngest and so they were already doing like altar um boy services i know what you're all thinking but i don't believe any of that happened um but um so they were already well invested in the church um and and uh, so anyways we like, like i said we went there till i was about a teenager and um just kind of fell out of uh, out of it um uh, but uh um, you know, shoot, 15, 16 years later, no, 20 years later, almost, jeez, long time. Um, I just felt like this, there was this call, um, on, on our life after we had, um, our, our, our son and then my daughter, there was just like this, this pull, like, um, I don't know what it was just, I like, you got to raise them right a little bit. Um, kind of that reality kind of set in and we, uh, Chris and I were just looking for a church and uh, we were going through um, some stuff in our marriage and she had a, a co-worker that was kind of at the same place in their marriage and was going to this church in Bothell. So we would drive 45 minutes south to go to church, which was which was cool because it was a great church, um, but it was just it was just too far for us. So we decided, OK, we got to find something closer. So we went to one in Everett and then that started becoming you know, just as much. <laughs> and so it was like, okay, something closer. 
Um, do we keep moving north. Keep moving yeah, north. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> kept. That's what we kind of kept doing until we finally just got what three miles, four miles down the street from our house, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we um, landed at Life Church, and it was the first service, and it was just um, I was kind of I don't know scouting them out, if you will, like going by myself and checking them out, and then I would bring the family and. So I went to the service and Matt Morgan was up there talking and man, it was just like, bam, like fish on. Like it was, it was good. Like the way that he was uh, preaching was, it, it was amazing. And uh, I was like, yep, this is, this is the place we're going to go here. And so I come back the next week just to make sure that it was a good church. And Steven was preaching and I was like, Oh, you got the double <laughs> header there. You got, Yeah. <laughs> And it's not that it was bad. It just wasn't as good as Matt at the time, which now I think Steven may be better. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gotten really good over he's three years. Great, great <laughs> don't, share, wow. don't share this with the pastors. <laughs> um, but uh, um, so we um, I started I, I started bringing my son and then my wife came and then my daughter like it was just kind of a progression. My daughter was young and she kind of had some separation anxiety. So um, anyways, we worked it into that. And um it was a year ago, almost just uh, to the date, almost we um, there was a preacher. Anna was up and she was speaking and she was talking about going on a mission trip to Nicaragua to go do some construction work, which I was in for. Anyways, it grabbed me. I went on the trip. December of last year, I got baptized um, in the church and Anna uh, was the one who actually baptized me. So it was really cool. She's been a, a personal friend since uh, mentor in the church. Um, it's just been amazing. And, uh, so anyways, yeah, my daughter's running around the house now at the ripe age of five saying, Oh, I want to get baptized. I want to get baptized, but I'm like, <laughs> well, you got, you got to know what it means and have a relationship with Christ and all that. So, um, but I'm very excited that the kids are, are very pumped up about it. They're asking the questions and, and so, um, it's kind of cool to be able to lead my family through this, if you will. Um, and, and have those experiences. Oh, that's awesome, man! I didn't realize that uh, it was right there at uh, at the church we all met at that's Life right. Church Three Hundred and Sixty, so where it all cool. happens. Um, all right, well, hey, my story, uh, same thing. You know, my dad would never, ever, ever go to church, and so we grew up in the church. My mom would, uh, you know, kind of drag us kids, and we went to a bunch of different churches when I was younger, up till about probably age seven or eight, and it was just one after another. You know, and I kept telling my mom, I just don't like this. I just can't. You know, I just I, this rubbing me wrong. Just don't. Don't care for it. We never did the the Catholic thing uh, like you guys were talking about, uh, but it was just you know one I, one of them was like Pentecostal and that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> you know, a bunch of bunch of tongues and stuff and you know I, I've learned to accept that a little bit. Uh, you know that they you know we don't do that in our church, but uh, I have learned to accept that. Um, then we just kind of just we moved out to Granite Falls at that age and we went to like one church, but there's not a lot of churches out there, especially when we moved. And, uh, yeah, so we just, just kind of, my mom, I think just kind of gave up on it and we still prayed a lot and talked about it, but just, you know, never, never went to church and didn't really read the Bible at all. And so all the way up until, well, like, like I said, my, my nine-year-old was born and I had just gotten a Harley, you know, I was like, all right, you know, I'm this a man's man now, you know, the wife and the kid and my Harley, you know, and, uh, and Everything's so my, good. my wife, yeah, 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 life is great. And my wife is like, gosh, you know, we should go check out this church. Everybody's talking about it on my, I believe it was Facebook back then. And she's like, yeah, we should go check this out. And we, we watched a couple of online services. And the pastor 
right on on their on their website is on a motorcycle. Oh, you know, and then he and then the whole series they were in right then was talking about why don't men go to church, and it was like, whoa, you know, yeah, yeah, just snag me, (laughs) grab me by the nape of my neck, and just you know, and I was like, oh man, and so we went and checked it out in person, and it was just like, it blew me away. This, you know, and uh, that was Pastor Ken Hubbard, and he just he he blew me away. Just he, he was so inspirational and. My wife and I would go home and talk about his services all week. Oh, those are good. All ones, yeah. week, every single service, every week. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing, and and so you know, uh, we dedicated our daughter, and uh, Ken Hubbard baptized me, and the you know, he ended up leaving the church, and it was kind of the same thing Pete was talking about, where it was like, well, I was in Mount Vernon, was only about a thirty-five minute drive, but it was like, okay, now is our time to look for a church close to home because he was leaving. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people think differently about that. You know, you shouldn't leave when the pastor does and it ruins kind of the church and stuff. But we talked about this at Pete's house last week um, in our small group. I wasn't in any kind of small groups. I didn't really have a huge connection. My connection was with the pastor at that time. Yeah. And so we went to multiple different churches, couldn't find anything. And we finally gave up. It was about two years later that uh, we started looking again and we found the church we're going to now, which is where we met you guys at Life Church 360 and just fell in love, you know? And then when we got integrated into these small groups, and I said this last week, and, and I want to repeat it again, it wasn't until we got into those small groups mm-hmm. that we felt connected to the body that is the church rather than the pastors That's right. and the, the, the kind of uh, political side of the church maybe would be a good way to put it. Um, we're kind of more connected to you know, you guys, for example, you're not just an attender. You, I mean, right. There's, there's some substance to that. Yeah. I, I know what you, I know what you mean. Whenever we first went to life church, it was, um, Palm Sunday two years ago. Um, and you know, mission Sunday. And so, I mean, just a lot of things going on and trying to connect was just kind of, kind of odd. And we came back for Easter and, um, we were like you. We were looking for something that was closer to home. I mean, that's yeah. kind, of, kind of been a, yeah. a, 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 a theme around the table. <laughs> it is definitely a common um, theme. <laughs> and um, you know, it, it it took us a little bit to kind of kind of connect in. And then, yeah, it wasn't until we actually joined a life group that we uh, met because it was a different life group than than what we all met in. Um, and we met some people, and so we kind of started getting some connections to you know real humans inside the church as opposed to just the pastors. And um, yeah, you know, that's that has cemented us in in there because it's it's the same thing. If you if you don't know the people, if all you're doing is warming a seat, you know there's there's no real growth there. There's no real life there. And once you can get to know people and start living life with mm-hmm. them, yeah, it changes your whole outlook on it. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And I you know I just wanted to say that because it really did touch me and my family once we started integrating like that. And and you know. My daughter, the, my nine-year-old daughter, just absolutely loves church. She can't wait to go to church, and she was already talking about summer camp. You know, it's like, oh, man, it's been winter time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's November. It's uh, Pete's watching Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one here. Um, no, but that, that is a great. That's a great point though that you bring up though. Is is my daughter and my son are so excited for Friday nights. And they're so excited to go to church to get to hang out with the same people that just got to hang out with a few days ago. 
And so it really gets the whole family involved. hundred percent. And I'm, I'm actually excited to, some, to see some of you guys there where it's like, Hey man, it's been a week. It's been a few days. Like, Hey, what's going on? You know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something to look forward to. It gets you invested. Yeah. When they say the culture, I mean, you know, everybody ta- hears the, the quote unquote, the culture, but when you get into a life group, I mean, it's, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just like, Oh, I go to this church. It's like, you know, pardon the cheesiness of it, but you, you actually get into the doing the life aspect yeah. of of this walk. I mean, I'll see Pete on the freeway and just be like, <laughs> hey, we're stuck in traffic. Hey, man, what's going on? You know, just one of those nods. It's like, you know, it, it, it's cool just to, to, to have that, that well, bond. We were talking about that on Friday, too, was, mm-hmm. um, you know, not only is that how you kind of get integrated and stuff, but you also – that's that's what you look forward to. I mean, that's just so cool, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and then being on the other side of all that, because uh, both my kids are grown and out of the house. Uh, my son and his wife attend a church down in Lake Stevens, uh, the church that she grew up in, and so that's where they're there. They're there and they're ministering there. My daughter and son-in-law attend Life Church 360 with us, and she teaches in the uh, in the toddlers. Is it toddlers or is it? I don't know. They're uh, a little sec- sec- second or something. Yeah, preschool. I think it is second <laughs> second through fifth. Uh, second through two-year-olds through five-year-olds. Um, and so she's she's been doing that faithfully now for about a year, uh, maybe even a little bit longer. So, you know, it, it as a father, it is, it's cool to see, okay, you know what, mm-hmm. th- it's not my faith that they're living now. It's their faith that they're living because they're doing it because they believe it. It's, it's, it's in them. It's not just on them. And so that's, that's really cool. And, and you know, I hear my son talking about, the life group that he's involved in at his church and uh you know see my daughter at life group at our church because she's <laughs> the same group we're in um and so it's you know it's it is just cool to see that that cycle continue on and you know our granddaughter's been in church since the the first sunday she was breathing oxygen so wow. you know that's awesome so yeah that's it's, that's that's really cool yeah that's good all right well um one thing we wanted to kind of go around and talk about, you know, is there a, a, a favorite scripture or person in the Bible, maybe a story in the Bible that uh, that you kind of think about a lot or maybe when you heard it in church or you read it yourself the first time kind of stuck out? John? Uh, yeah. Um, when we were in California, we were up way up in northern California um, in a little town called Fortuna. Um, and we were going to Southern Baptist Church because that's just what we knew. And uh, my parents were the youngest married couple in the church, and I was in high school. So I'll tell you a little bit about the age <laughs> of this congregation. Oh, oh man! Um, and so by default, my parents were—they the were from the forties. <laughs> my, my parents were my parents were the youth leaders, and so you know, youth meetings were at our house and stuff. And so we went out on a uh, on a winter retreat, and uh, somebody had you know a house that we could go to that was up in the snow, and uh, so we went up there and we're playing around. And my dad. Um, was talking to us guys, and he shared a verse with him because that that really touched his life, and I've I've taken it as my as my life verse too. Um, Philippians four eleven, um, and I I memorized it years ago mm-hmm. in the King James. So it's not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatever circumstance I am, therewith to be content. And Paul was talking about his situation of being in prison. He says, Hey, look, I've just I've learned whether I've got a lot or whether I've got a little, to be content because I know God's got me. And so I, I, I use that verse um, and I hold on to that uh, because life is never easy. Rarely is it ever what we planned. Um, you know, I, I did not plan to be 
in transportation when I was in high school. I was going to be in the Navy. I was going to the Academy, and I was going to be, you know, a civil engineer. Um, and through a s- series of circumstances, that never happened, and uh, ended up here and got a job while I was attending uh, community college at Skagit Valley College, and uh, that uh, full-time job turned into a full-time career. <laughs> um, so, um, but the interesting part of my wife's life verse is Philippians 4.11. Um, I can do all things through Christ who, strengthen, who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Um, and without thinking about it, we both decided that we wanted to have that on our wedding invitations. And so we, we had both of those verses on our wedding <laughs> invitations. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatever circumstance I am, there was to be content, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> and people are going, well, are you guys expecting problems? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Is, this, is, this, is this something that's going to last? Are you guys, are you, what's going on here? Because you know, <laughs> open it up, and that's the first thing you see. It's like, well, no, those are just the, the verses that we love. And so, uh, you know, I always thought it was kind of cool that our verses were one verse apart from one another. And That's pretty cool. Um, you know, but, yeah, that, that wow. verse for a long time touched me. And then as far as characters go in the Bible, because I'm John, I've always been drawn to James and John. Um, just because of their close relationship with Christ and uh, just the unbelievable uh, faith that they had to to be following this guy who was just a in in our language he was just an itinerant you know wandering preacher uh, but they saw something in him even to this day we still see that same thing in him and you know that that there's something different about what he says and about how he tells us to live our lives that that makes a difference and so. Yeah, so James and John. Right on. That's How about awesome. you, Tony? Uh, well, I have my favorite scripture tattooed on my arm. Um, Ephesians 6, 10, uh, you know, the the full armor of God. I, I guess for me, given... Dude, I thought that was a snake this whole time. Oh, come on, man. It's <laughs> armor, man. Come it's on. armor, armor man. Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry. Yeah, once I get it finished... <laughs> I'll, like you'll, you'll, really you'll, like snakes. Yeah, it'll look better <laughs> once it's all done. That looks good, though, um, but I get it. But yeah, you know, that's... For me, it's... Sorry. It's always been the, uh, you know, life is, is, it's not easy. And trying to do it yourself is never, you're never going to be able to do it. You always need somebody there, whether it's a brother to help you work through something or just Christ to lean in and in, in those times. And I, f- I find like when I, when I step out of my house, it's like, okay, I'm leaving my safe place, my place where I can control what's going on in here for the most part, obviously, because God <laughs> controls everything. Um, but once I step out into the real world, like it's, it's time to it's time to put on the game face. It's, it's time to not only be a Christian, but to live out in the world as a Christian, show those people who I am, what I am and what I'm about. And there's going to be those out there that are going to try to attack you. You're going to be tempted. There's going to be all these these things thrown at you in life. And, um, you know, putting the armor on for me, is just it's like a it, for me, it's a visual reminder that every day that yep I'm I'm gonna be out here I'm gonna I'm going into battle there's gonna be people out here they're gonna try to knock me down mm. but I also need to know that God's here I'm good um, and whatever I do people may, I may give some good advice or people might see me and see okay well he's actually living the way he's supposed to live he's he's following up his words with his actions so that's that's why I have that one on uh, I'm gonna add to it I wanna. Um, in, in December, the sleeve's going to continue, and I'm going to throw Psalms 23 on there because that's yet another one that speaks about God being there with you. Fear nothing but but what God can do. That's 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 it. I, I want to make sure that 
I give it all to him because ultimately he can take it all away at, at, a, at a moment's notice. As when it comes to stories in the Bible, man, I'm, I'm blessed. I get to teach the kids in second through fifth grade. So, uh, you know, they, they put on the, the videos and I'm going to raise my hand and say, yep, I'm one of those kids sitting right there fully staring at the screen, watching the <laughs> cartoons or whatever they got because like veggie tales or something. They, they got veggie tales. They got super book. They got all kinds of stuff. And it's pretty cool because I'm learning stuff there just as much as I'm learning yep. stuff in our small groups. And it's, it's cool. It's like, Oh, I, I never knew that. Oh, sure. You know, so like right now, you know, in our life group, we're going through Daniel and learning a lot about him. Like that guy's pretty, he's pretty cool. He's, 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 I think your definition of, of what you want to, strive for when it comes to being a god servant is you know he was very humble he he was very faithful he he, he knew what to do and just kind of let god guide his way and he was true to himself and he was true to god and it was it's a story that i'm really enjoying reading so that that'd be the one for me right now is is daniel in the, in the bible all right, Pete. Oh, what do you got, man? Oh, you got man. a lot. Yeah, these guys are coming with notes I, over I, I here. Tony's got his on his arm and John's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well Oh man, no, that's, this is a hard act to follow. Um, so I was, um, I'm always the guy that's kind of, I like, I like things that are, they sound good to my ear, but my memory is terrible. So, um, I won't have the lines or verses and all that. No, I had to look the Bible up too. <laughs> the Bible app. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's, there's always one line that's always, um, spoken to me and it's actually mentioned several times in several different stories, um, where people, uh, where it talks about reaping what you sow. And that to me is, is throughout my entire life. You know, if you're, if you're reaping, if you're doing bad things, you know, you're going to get what you're sowing there. And if you're doing good things, you're going to get that. And then that, that can be in personal lives, relationships, work, whatever it may be. And so, um, there was a point in my life where I was not always doing the right things. And I always figured like, why are these results keep happening? Well, I was reaping or I was sowing what I was reaping. So you know what I meant? Reap, yeah. so, so reaping, reap. reaping what you were sowing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's always stood out to me. And so when I go out into the world today, uh, knowing what the Bible says, maybe not all the verses and who said them, but um, <laughs> uh, I try to live that to where, you know, I can sow good seeds into um, other people with the actions and the things that I say and the things that I do. So I really am trying to I try to be conscientious about conscientious about that. Not that I always can do it because I'm a person, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I don't walk on water, uh, but um, I try and I always try to remind myself. Um, I also carry a my wife got me this and it's kind of cool. I take it wherever I go. I put my wedding band on and it's this like little pocket cross. And uh, on the back, it says, do not be afraid. I am always uh, I'm with you always. And so, um, just like, like kind of Tony was saying, you're going out in the world and there's people that'll, people that'll say things about you and, you know, want to tear you down and all these things. And sometimes you feel like you're alone out there and there's times where I've got to make big decisions and I'm just like, you know what? It's not just me here making that decision. And in the last couple of years that has saved my bacon more than once. So uh, I'm very grateful for, for these verses and just having them around um so that that i can latch on to when i need to um favorite person in the in the bible i i really resonate with um with peter 
Um, oh, I resonate uh, with John, yeah. and you resonate with know, Peter. How could that happen? <laughs> and my mom always, um, growing up, um, she always said that I was, you know, my name had had significance, had meaning, and meant rock. And now, actually listening to uh, the Bible and and reading it, I, you know, that they say that you know that he's the foundation of the church, and there's significance, me- significant meaning in there, and there's there's a lot of different sayings that they talk about Peter and building, building the church and, and, and taking care of it, you know, just being that guy. And that's, that speaks true in my life where I've got to be the foundation for my family for, you know, um, for aspects of my job, um, just all over the place. And I'm just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta take on a lot. So, um, and he's also very, um, emotional. He's very aggressive sometimes where he goes and cuts a, a guard's ear off really quick. Like he just acts, and um, I very much am like that <laughs> to a fault sometimes um, where I'm just I'm acting, I'm doing because <laughs> yeah, guard your ears. <laughs> but um, with your armor, yeah, with your armor, <laughs> put it up. But yeah, so it's just one of those things where um, I, it's always been one of those guys where when we read about him, I'm just like it just strikes a chord in my heart where I'm just like, yeah, I see where this guy's coming from. I know where he's coming from because I live that I feel that same desires and things in my heart. But I thought you didn't walk on water. I don't walk on That's why he sank. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. All right. Well, I had to look mine up. Um, and, you know, to be honest with you, that's, that's the reason why I really wanted to do this is because that's one of my biggest downfalls in my faith is reading the Bible and getting into the Word. And so I really wanted to kind of sit down with you guys and, and, and do this because I'm kind of the guy that needs to learn. You know, and, and this is, oh, this yeah, is going to help. Oh, we all do. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah we you all. know what I mean. So, yeah. I mean, what would I say? You know, I got baptized eight years ago, seven years ago, and, you know, I still haven't really read a lot of the Bible. So, anyway, uh, one thing that uh, that really strikes a chord with me because I, we've always – I would not have gone to church if it was a church like you guys described. Uh, people in robes and, uh, you know, the whole event uh, – uh, not event, but uh, the Pentecostal style and stuff, that, that kind of stuff would have scared me, and, and my wife really wanted me to, to go to church. And um, one thing that, uh, you know, I talked about Pastor Ken Hubbard, uh, who, 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 you know, was a pastor when I uh, chose Lord uh, Jesus Christ. He said, you know, he, he, he always said a lot of different scriptures, but one, one that really stuck out was uh, uh, Romans 14.1, except the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. And, you know, that, that just really kind of, for me, and I don't have the context to that uh, scripture, but just those lines right there just says, look, you know, we'll take anybody because mm-hmm. everybody needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that to me is like, you know, you could take me. I can imagine, and I don't, <laughs> I don't recall nine, ten years ago when we first went to church, but I bet you Rhonda was kind of like, all right, we'll go out Saturday night. You can get as drunk as you want, and then we'll go to church. You know, basically, yeah, basically, like, I'll give you these ten things if you'll just do this one thing. Kind of that, yep, you know, that, yep. I'm sure that's what it was. I can't remember the exact situation. But uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that I was accepted into that church and, and, you know, our current church that we're in. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, you know, and then as far as characters, I mean, I kind of put that on there as, like, an extra, like, hey, you know, but everybody came up with a character, so I guess I better. Um <laughs> Yeah, Mine there's was no Rudy or, or Tony, <laughs> unless you know. I believe it was. I always like the just the scenario, uh, not necessarily everything behind it, but I really like the scenario of I believe it was John the Baptist uh, when he came out of the desert, 
Uh, was that is that, that, is that the character that came out? And he's got yeah, he's got all this hair. stuff all over him, and he's matted hair and <laughs> like dirtiest dude ever. And then that kind of leads into that that you know scripture I posted because or that I that I just said because you know people accepted him right. I mean, he, didn't he baptize Jesus or yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah Jesus yeah. Christ he baptized Jesus? And yeah, <laughs> so. and people didn't just accept him; they flocked to him. Right. I mean, they they were coming out from the cities out to the Jordan River to hear about this man who was preaching something that made no sense at all because he was pre- preaching repentance of your sins. The same was the same one over and over too, right? Yeah. It was like the same. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it wasn't, you know, it, for for the people, for the Jewish people, that was that was completely foreign to them. But he was saying, no, you've got sin in your life and you need to repent of that sin. And um, yeah, so he was, you know, uh, he was he was a wild man eating honey and locusts and <laughs> yeah. wearing a camel hair coat and I like that yeah kind of right. out there <laughs> that's what I love about this guy John he's like the Bible app but in the live version <laughs> amazing yeah. that's right man <laughs> when you don't have reception just get John <laughs> <laughs> like I said we uh, we probably uh, will have to do another one of these maybe even I'll just sit down with Craig and chat on my own kind of kind of come up with another uh, episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't know where this is going. You know, we forgot to pray before this. We'll pray afterwards. <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, we're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna ask God what He wants to do with this. And and you know, just for me, like I said before, just being with you guys, that's what I want out of it. And hopefully, you know, some people want to listen to our conversations and and kind of uh, maybe we'll have some guests on and and stuff like that, and we'll go from there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Guests, questions, uh, just may- maybe even some themes. See what we got coming. We got the holidays coming, so there's gonna obviously there's gonna be some hot topics to talk about. Hot topics. Hot topics. <laughs> we could even talk about the store. Hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's still around. I don't know. Oh. Well, that'd be, <laughs> there's like a discussion right there. there yeah, look at me. I'm quoting MySpace over here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> been to the mall in a while. Okay. Quoting Dad Life. <laughs> But yeah, just just as as guys living in the real world who also love Jesus and um, just being able to share that is is uh, it's a really cool concept. I'm just I'm just really looking forward to this. Right on. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to hanging out with the guys, talking about Christ and and what it's done in my life, and uh, just kind of sh- you know showing each other what the what my day looks like because it ain't it ain't perfect, it ain't pretty. <laughs> and. Uh, I wanted to kind of throw it out there too. We got some uh, some social media that I I uh, kind of saved up, and so you know, be on the lookout. We got a Facebook page and uh, and Instagram and all that. And I don't know what what we're gonna do with it, but uh, you know, you can find us there. And we'll do something. Like our page and and be an Instagram fan, and maybe we'll uh, put a picture of Tony's tattoo up there. <laughs> <laughs> work in progress. But then also, uh, just for the lack of not having, um, you know any other emails if you did want to get in touch with us yeah you can email me rudy at cascade hiker podcast ask us a question we'll talk about it on the podcast here i mean you know that's what it's all about so anyway guys thanks for coming out tonight this is fun you're welcome thanks, thanks for putting it together tony doesn't care <laughs> yeah i will climb from this vibe.